full of tension and paradox. And seeing Santa Claus and John the Baptist bounce off each other reminds us of at least one part of that tension, that the Christian observance of Advent is not primarily about preparing for Christmas. Instead, Advent is about preparing for the coming Christ. It's incredibly easy to forget that because so many of us Americans spend a lot of energy in December getting ready for Christmas. Even so, that is not the primary function of the season of Advent. The truth that the Christian observance of Advent is about preparing for the coming Christ leads us directly into another tension of Advent. Contemporary observances of Advent take place in this space between the first coming and the second coming. We certainly remember the first coming. We remember that Jesus of Nazareth was born as a baby almost 2,000 years ago. We believe that this was a unique moment in God's relationship to the world, a unique incidence of God showing up with us. But the season of Advent is more about what has yet to happen than it is about what once happened. Advent is about something that has not yet happened. When you ask if it's time to open your presents as a kid, it's disappointing to hear not yet. But not yet so often involves more than that simple disappointment. Not yet means waiting. Do you know whether you're having a boy or a girl? Not yet. And not yet can be a marker of uncertainty. And that can be very uncomfortable. Have you heard from your son? Not yet. Have you found a job? Not yet. Have you gotten your test results? Not yet. Do you have a treatment plan? Not yet. Waiting is difficult. Uncertainty and the unknown are difficult. And yet, the season of Advent invites us to spend time in exactly those places. Why on earth? Every year, the cycle of the church year does this to us. Every year, the season of Advent begins with a gospel reading that sounds like doom and gloom. There will be signs, it says, and the signs are rather frightening. Jesus says there will be distress among nations on the earth and that people will faint from fear and foreboding. And Jesus tells his followers, then and now, to be on guard and be alert. Every year, texts like this come up on the first Sunday in Advent, and every year, this surprises many of us who are confused that we aren't yet hearing about Mary and Joseph. Why does church tradition hand us this apocalyptic vision of the end times and the coming reign of God as we begin our observance of Advent? Picture the world in which Jesus speaks the words that we hear this morning. People lived with a constant sense of war or military occupation. Society was marked by oppression and injustice. There was widespread poverty. People lived with a sense of fear and foreboding about the world and the mess it's in. Can you imagine a world like that? Of course you can. That might not be what the world looks like from the comfort of a comfortable home and our everyday life. 
But surely we only need to look a little farther, or maybe a little deeper, to see the war and oppression and poverty in our world. It does not take any great effort to see that in our world. And we ourselves might feel a sense of fear and foreboding. The not yet of Advent reminds us, among other things, that our world does not yet match God's vision for our world. It is difficult to stay in the not yet. That might be an understatement. I believe that not yet is a very difficult season in a person's spiritual life. I also imagine that it is a season every person goes through at one time or another. Many of us will have more than one season like this over the course of a lifetime. And the temptation is to rush through it to get to more solid footing. Not yet means not having the answers, not knowing the outcome, not knowing how everything will turn out. And that not knowing is pretty hard to tolerate. It's a time that leads many of us to feel lost. Sometimes it makes us feel lonely. Our attempts to find that solution or the answer or the resolution can make us frantic. We want things to have a rhyme and reason. And yet, there are these in-between times when what is coming is not yet clear. And we may not be able to find the rhyme and reason in it. Not yet. The scripture texts that speak to this season of the spiritual life offer end-time images. The picture is typically catastrophic. We get the idea that the people writing and living in this time when the scriptures were written feel like things cannot possibly get any worse. We also know that most of us do not believe there is literal truth to these dire predictions of the end of all things. So if that isn't the point, if that isn't really the message, then what do we take from such dire scriptures? A season of not yet is a difficult and painful season in the spiritual life. And so I wonder... Maybe not yet feels catastrophic. Maybe this place of not yet knowing what is coming, not knowing how things will turn out, not knowing how to make a plan or or find the answer or move confidently forward, maybe this place on life's journey feels pretty catastrophic to us humans. And maybe this is true whether or not catastrophic events are taking place. Of course, there often are catastrophic events taking place somewhere in our world or our society or our environment. So we can always find external events to add to the anxiety of our internal state if we choose to do that. In the midst of all this, I am struck by the posture Jesus encourages. Stand up and raise your heads, he says. This is not the hunkered-down posture of one who feels furtive or anxious. This isn't the the head-in-the-sand-or-pulling-the-covers-over-your-head posture of one who cannot face his or her fear. Instead, it's difficult to remember or appreciate this out of context, but as dire as our scriptures sound, they were actually intended as words of encouragement for their audience at that time. 
It sounds backward to us, but the message to believers is to take heart, to trust that God works through even dire events for the redemption of God's world. So we look at this posture Jesus encourages, and I think it speaks to us of how to live in this season of not yet. This season when we don't know what's coming. Don't hide. Don't hunker down. Stay awake and alert. To the best of your ability, allow yourself to take in what is happening, no matter how difficult. Because God will meet you there, wherever you are. And being alert, standing straight with your head raised high, you will be alert to God's presence as it unfolds. The picture is not yet clear. But God invites us to stay with it, to keep our eyes open, that we might be prepared to see God's work among us, to see God's presence as it unfolds. Amen.